Welcome to the Responsible Finance Podcast, the official podcast of the Responsible Finance and Investment Foundation. I am Blake Guth, the CEO of the RFI Foundation, a global nonprofit organization working to build awareness, promote research, and encourage convergence in the responsible finance industry, including socially responsible investment, ESG, Islamic finance, and impact investment. The purpose of the Responsible Finance Podcast is to connect you to the leaders behind innovative approaches to creating positive social impact in responsible finance. In this podcast, we talk to Murad Irsain, co-founder of Meltu. Meltu is a peer-to-peer marketplace for secondhand goods in the United Arab Emirates. Murad and I met at the Abu Dhabi Global Market FinTech Summit. What caught my attention when I was talking to Murad was how an online platform that at first glance had no finance component can still be relevant to the financial inclusion discussion. As you'll find out in our conversation, the connection between a secondhand marketplace and financial inclusion starts with trying to address basic commercial needs for individuals. Many of the customers of Mel2, whether they're students or homemakers or people living on a low income, they're not part of the financial sector and they have unique needs. Financial institutions will often start by looking at the financial needs of their own customers when developing products, which is sensible from a business perspective, but perpetuates the challenges for those who are not already banked. By going back to buying and selling the most basic commercial transactions, Mel2 opens up a lot of potential opportunities to increase financial inclusion and create a new potential customer base for financial institutions who want to be more inclusive, but who need some help reaching unbanked potential customers. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Murad as much as I did. Uh, could you please introduce yourself and give an overview of, of Meltu and uh, what it is? Yes, so my name is Murad. I'm a French-Algerian. Uh, um, uh, I'm the co-founder of Meltu. So Meltu is a peer-to-peer marketplace for secondhand things here based out of Dubai. Uh, we cover right now all, the, all of the UAE. Um, and this is our, uh, you know, test market. And our ambition is to uh, open up in KSA and uh, the rest of the GCC and, of course, um, northern, northern Africa, Egypt in particular. So what Mel2 does, basically, it helps you buy and sell secondhand things from uh, electronics to fashion to baby, you name it, everything that can be moved and carried by courier, and we we enable you to sell without the need of meeting up. So uh, it's a little bit like the eBay, but more focused on secondhand in the region. And uh, so as soon as you buy an item or you list an item, and if the item is bought by the buyer, so uh, we will um, send our we leveraging local courier company on the ground. We have five so far. So they will come and collect the items from you and deliver to the buyer. So uh, the exciting thing is, is, is that we are the trusted party here because we build an e-wallet and we hold the money into the e-wallet until the transaction is completely cleared on both sides. So as soon as you buy the item, so you will pay mail to mail to, we will hold the money and then uh, we will come and pick up the items from the seller, deliver to the buyer. And then when the buyer uh, finally review and rate, uh, rate you, basically, you will, we will release the money. 
If he's unhappy with the product, he has a right to return it within three days as well. And that's all what we call it, uh, matching trusted seller with trusted buyers in one single marketplace. So where did the origins of Meltu come? What, what need did you see in the marketplace? And, and how did you see that you had a unique uh, product that could fill it? Well, we noticed that in a region, um, first of all, I myself really uh, am a heavy user of regular classified. Okay, I grew up in France uh, from a family of 13 uh, my mom was buying on, on, on classified. I used to buy on classified myself. Um, but obviously, uh, there's uh, good, good things on the classified. And there's bad things, especially when you buy something and you end up uh, uh, unpacking it into your home. You realize that uh, something is broken, something is not working. So I wanted to, uh, you know, a few years back, thinking of that, when I came to the GCC, uh, I find out that, uh, particularly in the UAE, the classified model was broken. Uh, the trust was not there. Uh, there were a lot of scam and everything. So that's how we, we first launched the first iteration of Mail2 with a simple peer-to-peer -peer buying and selling with a chat component that keeps your privacy uh, you know, private. You don't have to share your phone number. You don't have to share your email. And then we added up the, the, the delivery payment via our platform to make sure that uh, you're buying the right items at the right price and you're not getting scammed, basically. So we really the middleman. And that's the origin of, of uh, how we uh, started uh, the platform. In the region, uh, uh, there is no such a thing as eBay. And, uh, you know, so the, 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 the market players here are Souk.com, who usually are marketplaces for new, new items, so matching... Uh, business seller with um, uh, buyers. We are allowing secondhand buyers and sellers to, to tap into this marketplace. You mentioned the trusted intermediary and the payment side of things. What other, other features do you have besides facilitating the movement of, uh, movement of money from the buyer to the seller? Uh, we notice one thing here is that um, People had the difficulties, for example, to, to get access to goods, especially when it, costs, when it comes to cross Emirates. Let's say I'm living in Abu Dhabi and I'm selling an item to, to uh, uh, Dubai. So we build this e-wallet, of course, where you can basically, uh, as soon as you buy something, you just pay us with cash on delivery. So we will um, collect the items, deliver to your home, and you, you, you pay us in cash, or you, we have also a credit card payment uh, available with our courier, or you can pay us with credit card. So to build the trust, it was very difficult at the beginning because the seller were just giving the items away without getting any money. Uh, so that was, uh, you know, we needed to make them feel that, you know, the item was secure with us, okay? So, um, so we had to build the marketplace from scratch. So the people who are selling, and uh, calling us, uh, they came, collect my items, uh, what's, what's next, you know? So, so we were basically putting the virtual uh, money into the account, so telling them, you know, we collected the items, your account is not yet credited of the 1,000 dirham that should be there, but in the next few days when we deliver, you will see it on your screen, you know? So we, we take them step by step, and they were feeling, you know, trusting a company uh, with their goods. But uh, what was exciting is that 
they wouldn't actually uh, sell the biggest uh, items first. So they were trying with uh, low uh, price items, uh, power bank, uh, small baby items like 30, 40 dirhams before they start selling uh, higher ticket size items. You know, it was again a long journey to win their trust. So they, they tested us with a, a small, uh, smaller ticket size. Now that the marketplace is kind of a little busier, we have 100,000 active buyers and sellers. Um, they can go to the profile of the seller. They can go to the profile of the buyer and actually look at the rating. We, we, start, we build a, a rating system. So we're from one star to five star. And where buyers and sellers are allowed to, 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 to rate, and not only rate, comment on the transaction they made with the buyer and the seller. And that's really the first, uh, uh, first of a kind here in the UAE. It doesn't exist uh, uh, anywhere else. If somebody was going in to sell an item and they were selling it for 40 or 50 dirham and they didn't have access to a bank account, how would they be able to access, access those funds? Because okay. like with the eBay, you have a PayPal account and, it, and it's connected to your bank account and the funds come and there's a chunk that goes off to PayPal and then the rest gets deposited to your account. But what if you don't have a bank account? Is there a way to access the, the cash uh, even if you don't have a bank account? Yeah. So PayPal is very limited here. So a uh, few people have access to PayPal in the region, uh, fortunately for us or unfortunately um, uh, for others. But uh, the way we, um, we noticed that, uh, strangely enough, 80% of the transactions are, are done on COD, first of all, cash on delivery. And we noticed that 70% of our users are unbanked meaning they don't have bank account. You're talking about college students. You're talking about um, uh, mothers that stayed, stayed home mothers. Uh, you know, basically in the UAE and in, this in general, you need to show proof of, um, uh, of a salary of minimum of 5,000 dirhams to be allowed to have a bank account. Okay. So the way, the way we did it basically with um, our users, um, that don't have a bank account, first of all, they can buy with COD, but we can pay them with a UAE exchange. So basically they can use some um, exchange houses to pay them out. Let's say they're selling something for 1000 dirhams and they need the money. Uh, we can send them a code and they just go uh, to any exchange house to collect the money. And this costs 20 dirhams per transaction, 20 to 15 dirhams per transaction for the payout. So they have tendency to let the money, which is good for us, stay a little bit longer in the e-wallet and then cash out uh, uh, all in bulk. That's one way. The other way we did it is that we, not long ago, the UA launched something called cardless ATM. Cardless ATM, meaning you can go to any ATM and withdraw money without having a bank account and without having a credit card uh, in your hand. So same thing, uh, we, we're teaming up with Mashlik Bank, where basically we, when you request a redrawal of 100 dirhams or 200 dirhams, we can send you a code 
uh, that is valid for just 24 hours and you can go to any Mashlik bank, ATM and withdraw the money uh, by entering a code directly and it's called cardless ATM. That's the two. The third way, the third way uh, that we are working on as well is also uh, being able to receive your money on uh, cash, cash on delivery back with our courier company. So basically, they just request a payout. So the courier company then uh, is uh, will deliver a coupon and withdraw the money, and the money can be like cash out from there. So they collect from us a coupon and they deliver the cash uh, to the seller or the buyer. For the types of goods that are being sold on the marketplace, presumably some people are just looking for extra space. And so here you'd go to a donation center for a Goodwill or something, and you could just donate it and maybe get a tax write-off. But then the place you've donated to has this good that they have to store, they have to organize, they have to clean uh, in order to sell. Uh, is there a way to to mobilize that uh, good uh, more effectively uh, using using the platform that you have? What we noticed, are you talking about uh, uh, resell for cause uh, hashtag? We have a hashtag called resell, uh, so the word and for the letter, the number, a cause. So we not long ago we launched this feature because we noticed that um, a lot of people they wanted to basically uh, not only sell but sell for a donation. Uh, you know, they didn't need the, the product anymore. They didn't need the sofa anymore. So they wanted to just dump it. So uh, we we figure, figured out why not building a feature where you can sell and select a charity of you that you prefer. So we're working with Red Crescent. We're working with Salma Ed, which is Mohammed bin Rashid initiative. We're trying to onboard uh, EWF, WWF uh, to help the environment. So we have a few uh, very exciting uh, partners, uh, I would say charity partners. So the principle is the same. Instead of selling for cash, you're selling for cause. And I repeat, selling for cash, selling for cause, it's the principle of a C2C marketplace. So instead of uh, consumer to consumer, now we can uh, call it a, a cash for cause uh, marketplace. So basically, this is the feature is very, very exciting because it helps charities Turn the 10x return on the investment, basically, because when you when you give a sofa or something like that, usually to charities, they give it back to a potential uh, recipient, which is very difficult. They need to handle it, store it, and uh, deliver it to the recipient. So it's very cost costly. With Mel2, basically, the person will just sell whatever he has to sell. He will transform his stuff into cash. And we just give the cash, hard cash, to the charity directly. It has been, we launched this like uh, three weeks ago, and we're doing very, very, very well so far. So putting all these different features you have within the platform, being able to sell goods for cash, sell goods, transfer the money to somebody else or withdraw it from the ATM, sell it and donate the proceeds to, to charity, and then also rate people on the platform, you've... You're building up this big inventory of data about how people behave and how how trusted relationships are built. Hey, is is there any potential that you see to expand that uh, beyond just uh, being a platform for selling goods uh, in terms of opening up 
financial services uh, for people that are otherwise unbanked? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, you know our main business. It's uh, making you know making it easy to sell your stuff. Uh, you know, but uh, the collection of data and the number um, you know that we're collecting and shows that we have amazing uh, uh, pool of buyers and sellers, which they all have their own history. And, uh, you know, as you may know, if, if I have a bank account and I made a loan, so there is a way to, to track uh, the user based on his uh, um, repayment uh, behaviors and stuff like that. But how do you do that with a bank, which is like 80% of the population in the UAE that do have cash, they are just off the grid. So, um, and how do you how do you go about put them back on the uh, potential uh, you know business of loan, lend, lending money or borrowing money even themselves? So yes, we are actually collecting all this data. We we um, naturally they are building their own profile and their own strong profile, and they are really bullish about that. You know, being careful and they, uh, taking making sure that the rating is well done. And they even complain to us, uh, I, I, I got a bad rating, can I just reply? So, and you see the, the way they pay, you know, payment was done on time, uh, collection. So you're building all this very valuable data that can lead definitely into uh, uh, being able to, um, to work with institutions that want to tap into this data, I would say, uh, to see how uh, we can help this uh, population uh, get access to anything or either uh, credit line and stuff like that because the data that we have are, are quite uh, amazing uh, and very difficult to collect from any 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 other platform you know that's uh, it's all about buying and selling which are the most basic uh, needs for anybody and shows uh, the, the characteristic of the seller or the buyer in a very deep uh, transactional uh, style I would say so definitely, uh, this could lead to a potential uh, huge uh, uh, fintech solution for people who are interested in tapping into those uh, uh, customers. Uh, we've seen this happening in in, in China with uh, Alipay, Alibaba, where you know credit line were allowed to be given to the best uh, seller or best buyers and stuff like that. So why not having the same? Uh, product here available in the GCC. As long as, uh, I mean, I would say that there's the aspect of the Sharia compliance. I wouldn't say that we have like 50-50 uh, uh, people who are interested in Sharia compliance and other people who are less, less uh, non-Muslim who are not really interested. But nevertheless, they're all uh, potential data that we can use. Yeah, and it sort of goes back to the, to the underlying premise uh, with uh, Islamic finance, and that's what I found so interesting learning about your platform when we met in Abu Dhabi, was that that there was the, there were these financial angles to a product that uh, initially the main the main objective is facilitating buyers and sellers in a trusted relationship, and it's sort of returning back to that connection between the real economy and the financial sector that seems to have been lost leading up to the financial crisis and. Uh, we're still trying to figure out how to return to that uh, connection. So thank you for uh, for sharing information about Mel2. Uh, thank you for your time joining the podcast.
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And we hope that uh, you know, we are leveraging uh, the platform for the best interest of uh, our users and uh, you know, customer at stake. And um, you know, uh, it's always exciting to see that uh, new uh, product actually coming up and uh, solving real issues that are on the ground. And I really appreciate uh, you taking your time uh, to listen to our story and uh, looking forward to hear from you guys. And good luck. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks again for listening to the Responsible Finance Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you want to get our newsletter and stay updated about RFI's work, you can find the link on our Twitter feed at RFI Foundation. You can also follow me at Sharing Risk. Hope you'll join us for our next podcast.